Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Carding. It's the podcast that we use to grab everything that's made the homepage at ecardingnews.com. Tie it all up, put it in a nice package here uh, in the This Week in Carding podcast. Get to listen to it, working on the cart, out in the shop, whatever it may be. Your commute to work and coming home. Perfect opportunity to get caught up on everything that's happening in the world of karting right now. This is episode number 42 of This Week in Karting. It's January the 19th, 2021. I'm Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole here in the uh, online EKN studio. Today's podcast is brought to you by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers of the car track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's commitment to motorsports at BriggsRacing.com or on Instagram at RaceBriggs. All right, David, I didn't say this, but also the very first This Week in Karting of the season. Our last one was uh, between Christmas and New Year's last year, so uh, we'll get things uh, fired up here. New season underway. We've gone racing uh, with the Supercarts USA Winter Series. You and I were both there. Florida Winter Tour getting underway last week as well. We're only about a week away from flying out to uh, the west to Tucson for the Challenge of the Americas. Lots going on right now in the world of karting. Yeah, kicking off the year. It's been a busy beginning to the 2022 season. We've already had the WK uh, Daytona Cart Week. Yeah, we had Cup Carts North America, Grand uh, Winter Nationals, the inaugural event at Jacksonville. So really four events already into the 2022 season. <laughs> right. So again, we, you know, I, I, I joked that 2021 was the longest season, I think. I think 2022 is going to put put up a fight for that title. <laughs> It'll buy for the championship on that. Oh my god! Uh, it will. It, yeah, it is. It, but again, there's a lot of racing going on. But in in turn, the industry and the sport itself is certainly growing. We've seen that with the numbers at the national level. We've seen that regional level, and yeah. even at the club level, numbers are growing. The industry is doing really well. Number of carts getting sold. You know, lots. Lots of new racers coming in, lots of old racers coming back. It's just, you know, it's it's a really good good spot to be in for our sport right now. Yeah, it's the crazy things that maybe the pandemic shut down from COVID actually got people to say, hey, we want to be outside with our family having fun. And, and that's, again, you and I continually drill the fact that the, the, the baseline of karting, the purity of it is just being able to have fun and go racing. Get off your couch. You, you love watching racing on TV. Get off your couch. Get in a, behind the wheel and have some fun with everybody else. It's such a huge family sport, sport as we know. And yeah, great. To, you know, when we're trackside talking to all these uh, shops, team owners, importers, whatever, and, and they're telling us record numbers, lots of sales, excited customers. Uh, that makes us super, super happy. You know, David, coming into the season, one of the biggest news bits that we talked about uh, was Supercarts USA bringing the pushback bumper uh, into the program. They did so at uh, at the event uh, at the Winter Series, bringing the pushback, getting rid of the pushback bumper, relying on the marshalling uh, program. Um, interesting that, that, that the USPKS then turning around and saying straight up, they're staying with that pushback bumper. Yeah, let's first go into Scusa. It, it was announced just after we had recorded are this week in carting back on December 27th. That night, they came out with the announcement and we published it the next day on, on the website. You know, 
notifying that they're going to do a trial run for yeah. 2022 season of not having a pushback bumper utilized at the opening round at the Scusa Winter Series. So, you know, we get, we've gone through that weekend. We, we've talked about it in our podcast. I, we think overall it was a fairly good weekend. You know, not have going back to the old systems of no pushback where there wasn't those crazy starts that we that we saw previously before the pushback bumper was implemented. Um, you know, there there's you, you get your typical rough drivings and there was a lot of penalties called and the officials were on top of things for for the majority of the of the weekend that from our vantage point and and we didn't hear any negative feedback throughout the weekend about not having the pushback bumper. Well, I, I, I can't say that I, well, I know, of course I was in the booth with, with Xander doing the, the cart chaser deal the whole time. So I didn't get a chance to talk to a lot of people at the end of the weekend. I did hear a couple people say to me, Hey, listen, you know, I, w- I was all about, you know, hating the pushback, but there was, it got rough a little bit in the second half of the day. Let me bring this up to you, David, obviously a trial run for Scusa to do this at the opening round of their winter series. To me, from what I saw, starts were really good on Saturday. Didn't get quite as good on Sunday. Did you see that? I know you were out on the track quite a bit taking photos. It just seemed to me like things kind of reverted back a little bit on the, on the Sunday with more wrecks in turn one. Well, that's what you typically get on a Sunday. You always get you a little so? bit more. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, even right. with pushback bumpers, you get a little bit more amped up. It's your last race of the weekend. You know, you're amped up. You don't have to save it for the next day because you're, there is no next day. Right. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there's still that mentality of, hey, there's nothing. There's no tomorrow. I'm going to go. I'm going to send it. And, and that, we still have certain drivers with that mentality, even though pushback bumper or no pushback bumper. And let's um, say and let's put that on a lot of the tuners, too. Because it's the mechanics of the tuners that are telling these guys. Or driver coaches. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Or parents. Or parents. Or parents. I mean, really, that's, you know, sometimes that's where the majority of that is fed from, our parents. You know, I'm not, I'm a parent of myself. I I see it in all different sports of, you know, the way parents act with their children. Agreed. And and it's not every parent. No, and it's not every driver. That's And then sometimes it's just, hey, I made a mistake. You know, I, I. I overcooked it or I locked up the brakes or, you know, this or that. And, and be honest, you're going to get that in racing. I mean, there were, again, the problem was these, and, and Andy Saisman said this yesterday in our, our, uh, face to face with him. The problem was these 20 cart pileups. That's what we're trying to get rid of the, you know, three or four carts, getting collected in turn one on the opening lap. It happens. It's going to happen, especially in your larger fields. You know, when you got more than 20 carts in a field, you're going to get some contact going through the opening corners. And, and again, I don't think there was anything volitious out there. I don't think there was any, there was a few drivers that took advantage of, you know, starting in the back and, and, and cutting, you know, cutting around the tram lines to try and get positions. I did see that on some onboard videos and, but I don't think there was anything malicious out there that, uh, that what we saw pre pushback bumper. All right. Well, and let's be real. Uh, Scooza's invested over $75,000 on their video marshalling system. They have the full, uh, marshalling. They see it all. 
right? They see it all. Like David, you said, when you come in where, where you're based at Homestead, you have to walk right through race control the entire time. They have what? Eight or so cameras lined up. They've got two people working the cameras. This is a serious video effort. And they're constantly going over video, not just amongst themselves, but with the race director, Bo Barfield, whatever it may be. You can see them, David. We're, we see it all the time, right? They're constantly going over what's happened. Hey, this guy did this. And these guys are racers. They know. So they spent all that money on the video marshalling system. Excuse me, making the trial of, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get rid of these pushback bumpers. And so you're great. You, you, you thought it was actually a pretty good weekend. I, I personally thought it was a good weekend myself. I'm not a huge proponent of, of, the, of the pushback. Yeah, it did help clean starts. But, man, we've seen so many drivers uh, lose race wins or whatever it may be. And the, the pushback wasn't their fault. Right. And it, it just happened. Uh, in a chain reaction or whatever it may be. Exactly. And that's one of the things they're trying to eliminate. And again, that's, you know, there's always a positive and a negative. Well, if you, if you, if you remove the pushback bumper, you still have those opportunities of somebody just bonsaiing in and yeah. destroying everything, but that can still happen with pushback bumpers as well too. Cause some people might just not even care. And so <laughs> there's really, there's no perfect, there's no perfect solution to trying to remove contact from our sport there's always going to be contact period end of story this is racing it happens whether it's open wheel whether it's closed wheel whether it's it's bicycles whether it's carts whether it's cars anything you're going to have contact so agreed and again i yeah it's a battle for the apex that's why i thought i thought doing just the senior and master's divisions you said that yeah would help because then it just kind of narrows in on a couple of divisions and then you can kind of focus more on that and, and, and kind of get more of a baseline as to, okay, how are these racers racing now without the pushback bumper? Now it's, now it's every single category. So, um, I don't know. It's, you know, again, and, and a good part that Andy said, all the carts are coming with them now. So it's kind of a, 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 you know, this is a standardized part. They're coming from the factories with the pushback bumper already installed. So I don't know. It's, you know, I personally, again, I still think senior and master divisions, uh, you know, especially in the tag and hundred CC divisions uh, should not have pushback bumper because again, they should be old enough to understand the right from wrong. And if they don't, then, then we, then we penalize them. I agreed. Yeah. You're learning at the, at the younger levels. And I will, you know, I've said this from the beginning, it's not needed in shifter cart racing myself. I don't, I don't think it's just not, that's not the way those carts run. Exactly. Okay. So let's, let's do this trial run for Supercarts USA at that first winter series event that they had. I haven't had a chance to talk to Tom or any of the crew to find out what's going on moving forward. Um, USPKS, though, coming out, David, and releasing their 2022 competition rules and their regulations, they've elected to stay with the pushback bump for 2022, but they are going to take steps with an official video review. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest complaint they had because they had, you know, a number of penalties, and that's what you get with the pushback bumper is you get a penalty, and it was just either you were bottlenecked up in a, at a start or somebody brake checked you or, you know, other different scenarios to where it it really wasn't your fault that the bumper pushed in. So um, they did this for I want to say they did it for main events where they would they would take a GoPro and and review to to see if your bumper was pushed in due to contact that was inc- or uh, um, yeah, incidental incidental. Yep. Or if it was uh, an actual penalty that you, yeah. that you that you that you caused, and, and is the reason why it's pushed back. So now they're going to do it for all sessions. They're going to actually have an official video review per personnel 
looking at videos. So that person's going to be probably busy throughout uh, or <laughs> the Orlando weekend. Well, it's no different than, you know, no. think about it. When, when Supercarts USA implemented their video marshalling system, they had, what, 180 different reviews that, you know, they didn't have their system down. So they were reviewing 180 different situations that happened on one day. Yeah. And it took them forever to, to kind of, you know, okay, well, this is this is way too much. You know, we just need to, you know, work out the system. Finally, they got a system to work. So this is going to be, again, something that's going to have to get time to be uh, to get situated and understand the, the process because, you know, pushback bumper penalties are going to happen and and people are going to want them overturned based on what they see again again what they see on track because they're only watching their driver <laughs> and so that's that's going to be the interesting part about it. i i'm not sure who's going to do it that's the other side of it too um who the official will be doing that yeah um there's a so you know there's obviously some people that have done it in the past before you know, I'm not sure if, if, if like a Tim Hannon, I'm not Tim sure Han- if he's going to say Tim Hannon did a great job if, of that. If he's going to be able to come back and do that, or if it's somebody else that they, that, that they're going to designate to do that. But uh, yeah, I, again, I think it's, you, we're still going to have that opportunity though, where, you know, a driver may lose their race based on a pushback bumper, but be able to overturn it if they have the onboard video to, to uh, uh, prove that it was not a, uh, a penalty. Yeah, a couple of different approaches being taken by Supercarts USA and USPKS to start the season. Of course, we'll have a, a chance to gauge both of the approaches to see how it happens. Of course, when the USPKS gets uh, rolling in Orlando, we'll see how that works out as well. So uh, more to come on that for sure in a, in a next in an upcoming edition of This Week in Karting. I'm sure that we'll be discussing that. In fact, sounds like a really good uh, roundtable podcast that we could potentially throw together uh, here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to jump to our first break on this edition of This Week in Karting. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the new Odenthal Racing Products uh, camera mount they put together and the Sunshine State Karting Challenge also releasing their 2022 schedule. We'll give you that after we get back. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shifter car drivers are at the front of the field during the GFC GT14 frame, and the SS31 has become a solid contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the Mini and Micro classes, utilizing the GFC RR5 Cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years of racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram, or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2021. GFC, live your passion. A major milestone for the Challenge of the Americas is coming in 2022. It's the program's 15th season. 
The Challenge is now one of the longest running programs in North America and will open the new season in January with a three event championship series at a trio of the top karting facilities on the West Coast. The 2022 Challenge of the Americas begins on January 28th to 30th at the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. A month later, on February 25th, 26th, and 27th, the Challenge is back in Arizona for the Midway event at the historic Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility in Glendale. The champions of the 2022 program will be decided in wine country at the finale at Sonoma Raceway in Northern California on March 25th to 27th. Champions will be awarded a trip to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy, while other categories will earn entry to the popular Rock Vegas event at the end of the season. Head over to challengecarding.com for more information on the 2022 Challenge of the Americas. Let's rock! Welcome back to episode 42 of This Week in Carding. It's January the 19th, 2022. Working our way through the opening month of the calendar. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. And David, obviously we work really closely with the guys at Odenthal Racing Products. Fantastic people. Great karting family that's been around for many, many years. Uh, we know them for fantastic motor mounts. But they're getting, they're having some fun uh, with the CNC machine. And they've been working on, uh, you know, they did the prototypes. They got the beta out. But they're developing a brand new GoPro, I'll say GoPro, but GoPro camera mount. A new camera mount with a, a tons of adjustability. Option for using uh, two cameras on it as well, David. This is a pretty cool deal. I know that you got up close with it at the Scusa Winter Series as Jeremy Fletcher was running it there. Yeah, it's a very unique and a very popular item that is going to be hitting the market uh, here in the next couple of weeks, maybe even days. Uh, <clears throat> I do know they're taking pre-orders from dealers and, and for, um, for the for the product. It's got basically seven different uh, pivot points on the mount to be able to where you can move this thing any type of different direction that you want and still have it mounted to the chassis itself. Um, I think it's mostly designed to be on a seat strut. Yeah. So mostly on the left hand side of left driver's left hand side of the chassis. I'm not quite I didn't quite see any on the right hand. That's a little bit more complicated with the engine on that side. But uh, it does mount great onto the seat strut there. And uh, again, all the different pivot points allows it to to be as low as you want, as high as you need it to be. Uh, different angles, depending on the driver, how big the driver, you know, shoulders are or how little they are, how close you need to get to the seat. So a lot of different adjustability to it. And again, that unique feature of having the ability to put two cameras on it uh, gives you the opportunity to point one camera forward and then one camera backwards. So a great new um, accessory for for your uh, your video lovers out there. And the cool thing is, but coming from Odenthal, you know it's going to be top quality, right? This is not going to be a crap piece. These guys are going to put serious uh, work into it. It's going to have great material. That for me, that's that's the extra kicker, right? You're not you're not buying something off of Amazon. This wasn't built for karting. This is built for kart racers here in the U.S. Uh, who understand the dynamics of karting, the vibration. It's it's going to be a great piece, which I think is fantastic. Oh yeah, when you when you grab it, I mean, you can tell it's sturdy. It's it's strong. It's it's going to be able to do the job it needs to do. And as you said, it's built. It looks, it looks amazing just to see it and how they 
all the different details they put into not only design, but the actual structure of itself to be able to, you know, withstand, you know, all the different uh, G loads and obviously the, the, the different bumps and, and curbing hit all yeah. the hit curbs that drivers do hit. And, and so that'll be fun. It'll be good to, uh, to see some more onboard footage. I I've seen a few clips, but not too many, but again, you know, the cameras that we have now, you know, have the stability control in them. And this will just essentially, I mean, you can put, you could almost put a, a GoPro like as far out to the, to the edge of the tire as possible. So you could almost kind of have some fun with it and do some kind of like drift videos, you know, like you've seen with the, <laughs> yeah. In, in the in the past so it's it's going to be a really cool uh, accessory for everybody to have well and david did you had mentioned it's going to be available soon for purchase from the uh, odenthal racing products dealers i think i saw on social media on their own social media if you haven't followed odenthal racing products on social media it's probably a good idea get them on facebook and instagram i'm not sure if they're on twitter or not um but I do know that, uh, as you, David, you had mentioned, they're kind of calling for pre-orders. Uh, it'll help them figure out the material they want when they start cranking out these products. So, again, if you want one of these uh, these GoPro motor mounts from Odenthal Racing Products, contact one of your local ORP dealers and get that thing dialed in, get, get a pre-order on that. David, let's go. You know, all <laughs> a lot of our, what, fall, uh, September, October, November, December, every time we did a This Week in Karting, we were going through 2022 racing schedules. It always happens in that the second half of the year when the schedule start rolling out, we start talking about the new season, uh, sunshine day carding challenge down in Florida, uh, finally announcing their 2022 season, not in a huge hurry. Obviously the first race isn't until June, but they were able to get three rounds locked in and we'll see those, uh, throughout the 2022 calendar year. Yeah. Things begin in the month of June on June 4th and 5th. They open up the series at the Anderson race park in Palmetto, Florida. So those on the west coast of Florida can enjoy a home race for them and then take the month of July off before they regroup in August on the 13th and 14th weekend. That'll be in the central Florida at the Orlando Kart Center in Orlando, Florida, and then wrap it up at the end of the year in December. It seemed like that weekend worked for a lot of the competitors and race teams and and again, they're uh, moving the the finale back to December 17th and 18th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. So good six round, three weekend event series for the 2022 schedule. Yeah. And again, what do we keep saying, David? Because that less is more kind of a deal. Everybody, you know, when it comes to a regional series, you know, you're drawing people from the clubs, right? You want the best club racers to come to the regional series. That's how it works. And, you know, everybody's racing all their club races, however many they race, 12 to 15 times a year, even more probably in Florida, because you can race all year long. But to have a three race series, you go to three different tracks. I think that's a really good approach uh, for these guys in terms of the Sunshine State Karting Challenge. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's it it brings a lot of national drivers too. you know, there if it depending on the way the schedule works out. I haven't compared this to the the national schedule, but it uh, it seems to be a, you know, a good fit. You know, a lot allows opportunity for some of them to go back, you know, to to home tracks and, and get some testing in or the race teams that are situated in those uh, those areas, you know, go back and, and get some. Uh, get some exposure to the local scene and, and get, you know, kind of refresh and regroup for the upcoming uh, national events. 
So there you have it. Three events, June 4th, 5th at Anderson Race Park, August 13th to 14th, Orlando Kart Center, December 17th to 18th, AMR Motorplex in, in Homestead. That is your 2022 schedule for the Sunshine State Karting Challenge. After another quick break, and we come back, uh, we're going to discuss a well-deserved honor for one of the absolute legends of our sport. It's been a handful of years, but the Rotax Winter Trophy is back, and we'll be providing Rotax racers with a chance to get out of the cold and into the southern sunshine this winter. With Rotax Grand Finals tickets up for grabs, plus many other prizes, the Winter Trophy will be a must to start the 2022 season. The Rotax Winter Trophy Series will include two events and four rounds, both located in Florida in January and February. The opening rounds will be held on the January 22nd and 23rd weekend at the Orlando Kart Center, and the second event is scheduled for February 26th and 27th at a venue to be announced at a later date. Friday practice will be available at every Rotax Winter Trophy weekend, and each race day will include practice, qualifying heats, and a main event. Over $40,000 in prizes are at stake, including tickets to the Rotax Grand Finals, brand new Rotax engines, discount vouchers for engines, and discounted vouchers for the 2022 U.S. Finals. Race classes include Micro and Mini Max, as well as Junior, Senior, and Masters Max. Head to racerotax.com to learn more about the 2022 Rotax Winter Trophy. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. PSL Karting is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer, providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslkarting.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full karting packages. All three brands, Morel Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslkarting.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode 42 of This Week in Karting. Today's broadcast brought to you by Briggs Racing. Uh, David, let's jump into to what I think a, a segment here. This is going to be just about this particular guy. Uh, huge. Randy Folks, uh, the Folks family, of course, legendary in the sport, uh, in sprint racing, but man, uh, you know, legends in road racing here in the U.S. Uh, Randy Folks honored as Mr. Daytona at the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America at Daytona International Speedway. Talk a little bit about this guy here. I know that obviously road racing near and dear to your heart, but man, the Folks family has, uh, and Randy in particular, obviously have been, uh, have been front and center the amount of wins they've gotten Daytona, what they've done in road racing here in North America. Yeah, it's kind of a nickname that has stuck has stuck with uh, with Randy Folks. You know, a fifty nine time winner at the Daytona International Speedway <laughs> in crazy. karting, 
alone. You know, again, road racing was the first event ever held at the Daytona International Speedway. That was back in 1974. And Folks was one of those that was at the inaugural event. And he's been at nearly every single uh, Daytona Kart Week event with the WKA organization since then. And again, 59 victories over that span is just a massive amount. And again, the most winningest driver at the Speedway probably in its history. Yeah. You know, you're talking all the different car events that they had and SCCA stuff probably and everything else. But just an amazing, you know, amazing person, amazing racer and an amazing family as well. So it was great to see, you know, I was I was kind of given a heads up about this as we had to provide some photos. I, I knew they were going to put uh, they're going to put the card on display, but I wasn't aware of the the Mr. Daytona trophy that they provided him. And uh, so his cart is there on display at the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America, just outside the Daytona International Speedway. So all those that are going to be there, you know, taking in the 24 hours of Daytona, the uh, all the speed weeks with with uh, NASCAR, any anybody that goes through that uh, museum is going to be able to see uh, Randy Folks lay down enduro cart there on display. And again, you know, you throw that number out and you think 59 victories at the Daytona Kart Week event. That It's just absolutely staggering um, that, that he's been able to amass that those many wins. You, know, you, run, you run a number of classes every year, but this is a guy that, you know, anytime he rolls off the grid, uh, he's going to go for a win. And I'm not even sure how old Randy is at this point here. He's one of the veterans of our sport, but the guy just keeps going back for more and keeps winning races. Yeah, he does. And was there this past year, you know, not only to uh, to take part in the ceremony, but to also race. Uh, you know, he was he was among those racers in the popular 100 CC or Yamaha senior category. The laydown division was among the front runners. Both days uh, had an issue, I believe, on Saturday or on day one of competition and also on day two. So wasn't able to pull off a victory in 2021, but uh, you can be sure he'll be back uh, next year to try and get that 60th victory. Right. The 60th. You know, again, Daytona, one of those big events uh, in road racing it has been, as, as David said, since 1974. And David, just a quick little note on road racing right now, for those of you maybe who haven't tried it, it's, it's something you've got to go do. I was having a, a really good chat with uh, Keith Freeber from Margay Racing Products talking about the Margay Ignite program and, and how, you know, obviously Ignite has a, a program they do at Daytona where, you know, four cycle drivers in the Ignite program can get a chance to go run on, on the road course at Daytona during that week as well. It's something I really want to do in the next couple of years. But David, there's really three pretty solid races right now in road racing that have really started to draw the numbers, right? Number one is Daytona. Then the Mid Ohio race, and then at, at at Pittsburgh International Raceway, or, yeah, Raceway Park as well. It's there, there's there's a really good core, three big massive races right now for road racing. Yeah, those are it. I mean, those are those are on the East Coast at least. Those are the yeah. three big ones, uh, you know, and those are all going to be national events for the WK program in 2022, along with uh, a March event at Roebling Raceway here. So that'll be coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, so that's their national schedule. So only four races this year, which is something I went, I, I, when I was a trustee <laughs> was trying to get them yeah. to do, because again, a lot of people don't want to travel for eight weekends to compete in an, in a championship series. And so now it's down to just four weekends. So that op that provides them drivers, the opportunity to get all four of those done, but also go race somewhere else. There's also, you know, the cart program in the middle of the country. They have a great grand nationals every year. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember where it's going to be this year. Uh, I believe it's at Hallett Motor Motor Circuit uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, so that, you know, that the, there's that. There's also the West Coast, Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of road racing going on up there. Per, basically one event every month yeah. uh, that they go to there. So um, it's, you know, road racing's a... Uh, Again, it's it's part of our history and continues to be part of the sport itself. Well, and you nailed it, right? Is There's lots of great road racing regionally around the country, wherever you want to run, right? In almost every region, you're going to be able to find a, a road race here and a road race program. And we're going to be working on a, a, a kind of a 2022 preview of what's going on road racing-wise around the country. But for, day, for WK to lock down and have the four national races right now, it makes it so – I know, you, Dave, you've been preaching this for a decade – uh, but to have just those four national races so easy for drivers to come to those four races and not surprisingly, that's why like the numbers, David, they're seeing at these events are ridiculous. It's 800, 900 entries in some of these races, right? Yeah. Mid Ohio, I think was just over 900. I think wow. Pittsburgh was very close to that in the eight hundreds. And again, that's entries. That's not drivers. So, yeah. you know, have a, you have a number of drivers that'll enter two, three, some even five or six, like I did at mid Ohio. Um, so that kind of helps boost the numbers a little bit, but again, you're still talking, you know, uh, probably 200 to 300 racers alone. So again, yeah. it's a very, very close to what we see at USPKS and what we see at the super nationals. So it's very, you know, not quite super nationals esque, but very close to that in terms of numbers of racers. And the, uh, the cart grand nationals is actually, heartland park topeka, topeka in august 19th through the 21st so that that's a very fast racetrack as well we've been there a couple of times for this scca runoffs yeah uh, de definitely a fast and flowing racetrack but again as we said lots of road racing opportunities for those of you who may have not tried it yet if you're a carter and you haven't done it, if you're a sprint carter talk to your local shop or hook up with a shop that's connected to to the road racing world it's something that you would really enjoy i've done it myself david of course has done it all his life as well with his family it's a ton of fun it's a different discipline and you will love it for sure and and you can and? get a group of racers together i noticed that today on on social media some drivers in the indiana area they're they're looking at their local schedules they see an open weekend that's uh father's day weekend for the that mid ohio event so there might be a number of, of sprint racers from Indiana all getting together to head over to, to mid Ohio for that nice. weekend. So again, I like you know, that, that. that's great. That's really what it is. That's a, what is. road racing is about. It's much, very much like a club race where you just get together and you have a good time. And, and listen, one of the things to throw out there, folks, it's a much different race weekend as well. You're not thrashing around the entire time, running back and forth, doing a session, short session, coming back, making changes. It's a bit different, right? David, I'm not, I, I'm, I haven't been to a road race in a well, couple of years. It's, unless it, if you're, unless you're running a thousand classes. Yeah, if you're running six classes and, yeah, and three different carts, yeah, it's a little bit, little it's bit. a little bit different. But yeah, if you have one cart, you can run you know two classes uh, per day and you know be on track for you know, over an hour. Yeah, and and have two races. So that's it's yeah, it's not. There's a lot of downtime to to enjoy the the weekend itself. Give it a shot, folks. Uh, so, yeah, let's cap off this section. EKN, of course, uh, congratulating Randy Folks, uh, honored as Mr. Daytona at the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America. Uh, a well-deserved honor, and, and we give a shout-out to Randy. When we get back, we're going to wrap up this edition of This Week in Karting. We'll go over the EKN editorial. It's made its way to the homepage. We'll talk about the podcasts that are now available. If you haven't downloaded our podcast, a lot of great shows available. We'll tell you what's coming up on the EKN Radio Network. And, of course, we'll look forward at where we'll be uh, with the ECAN Trackside Live program. Stay tuned, folks. We'll cap things off after this break. 
Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Motor mounts are critical to producing 100% of the power your engine has to get you on the podium each and every time. Odenthal Racing Products provide the best motor mounts in the karting market today. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience, providing products with unmatched quality and value for the karting market. Our newest product is the Pro Series mount for two-cycle engines, available in 0, 5, and 8-degree angles, providing a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a medium with fins underneath to help dissipate heat off the engine. Our four-cycle EZ set is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, ORP wedge clamps get the job done, featuring a number of updates to its design for a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro sizes. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, made in the USA. Welcome back to our first edition of the This Week in Karting podcast for the 2022 season, episode 42 in total, January the 19th. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Let's cap things off, David. A lot of uh, editorial making its way to the homepage uh, through the end of December and the start of 2022 in January. We hit a bunch of races. We got Driver of the Month posts. We got some columns on there as well. You and I both knocked out some columns. So uh, give us a little update on, on what you've been posting to the homepage of EKN. Yeah, we ended last year, the 2021 season, with a couple of uh, of columns. You know, I had my behind the laptop titled "The Longest Season." Again, talking about how how long the, the season really was, and but how how exciting and and how much the sport had grown. I, I mentioned a number of different topics. You know, um, a number of different racers racing in Europe, and hit another a number of different items. Uh, pushback bumper was one of them as well too and that's kind of where i before scusa announced i had that written and then they boom they they landed yeah. that so um yeah so i i was able to kind of just kind of wrap up what i thought of the 2021 season yeah I, you know obviously I, I had to sit down and write a tough call myself as well as we all know right before christmas we lost colby dubato um to suicide and it's you know the column i wrote was was titled taking care of our carding family and essentially was just kind of putting a challenge out to everybody in the community to to get better connected with the people that that you race with uh the young people i don't care how old they are obviously it's an issue uh, across our our civilization and our our society um but just to try to see if you can be there you know and to ask those tough questions making sure that the that people are fine you, you never really know you know we hear stories of suicide all the time 
And people say I had no idea because maybe we're just not asking the right questions. So my, my kind of pitch there was to, hey, listen, we're a family in this sport. And let's just take those next steps. Ask those questions. How are you really? Have you ever considered suicide? Because uh, if you can get into that conversation, then you can potentially help someone save their life and make sure that they're still with us. So, again, that's really what was my pitch there. It was tough to write. And, and I'm hoping that it, that it had maybe resonated uh, with, with as, as many families and people as possible around our sport. Yeah. And that's really all we can do is hope that, you know, it connected with somebody or multiple people out there to again, try and just at least talk about this situation or, you know, this, it's, it's a tough scenario to, yeah. to be, to be around for sure. It is no doubt. Uh, David, you, you banged out a couple of race reports. You mentioned the kind of the season kind of ending, but starting right uh, with the Daytona cart week. It's, it's really the end of 2021, but it actually is the starting point for the 2022 season. So you did a race report for the Daytona cart week events. Uh, you did a race report as well for the cup carts, North America, winter nationals, a great start for a brand new program. They ran at 103rd street sports complex over the uh, new year's uh, weekend. And that was a big event, had a lot of drivers there as well, banged out a couple of reports there. And you actually just kind of locked this in, David, most recently, we selected the Jeremy Fletcher as our driver of the month for December of 2021. And man, you look at what he was able to do, caps off his junior career at the Super Nationals with two wins, only the second driver in the 24-year history of the Super Nationals to win two races uh, at one single event, then backed it up with his senior win at WKA Cart Week. Uh, that's that's all I like to see. If you're winning more than one event on a, on a, in a month, uh, you're definitely going to put yourself to the forefront to potentially get that that nod. Yeah, Keelan Harvick was another one who did the same thing, and uh, you know we just went with Fletcher instead. Yeah. But uh, but Fletcher, yeah, takes that winning uh, momentum from the Super Nationals, carries it into the senior uh, division to get his first senior victory, and again, so he's going to be uh, one of those top rookies in the senior category throughout the 2022 season. In January, David, you know, we talked about the fact that you and I were down in Homestead, Florida, for the opening round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. So we had the ECAN trackside coverage. Uh, that was available. You put together our normal Paddock Insider on uh, Friday and throughout the weekend. Stuff that kind of happens that's not track on track, right? We kind of give you some t uh, tidbits uh, of what's available. So we knocked that out. And then, of course, the Florida Winter Tour happening this past weekend. Uh, put together a race report for that as well. Yeah, great, uh, great week, couple of weekends, uh, especially down for us at the Scusa uh, Winter Series. As you said, you know, good, great to get uh, back in the paddock and talking to people and seeing what's going on within the within the sport itself. And then, uh, and again, the Florida Winter Tour, another uh, prestigious program uh, kicking off the 2022 season. Yeah, I'm just scrolling back here. I was gonna because I'm gonna get like give you an opportunity to kind of go through the podcasts that are now available, all the stuff that we put together. If if you're not a, a, a podcast follower, you obviously could be because you're listening to this particular podcast, or maybe you're on the EKN Radio Network uh, and listening to it on the on the EKN Radio Network app. Uh, you, you can, of course, download all our podcasts from iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean is where we actually load them up to. Uh, I, I was just kind of trying to scroll back through here, David, and see how many podcasts we actually knocked out last year. Let me have a quick look here because I think I want to say it was 70 something. I think we did no, 64 podcasts last year. I was on the road quite a bit, but still 64 podcasts in total. We knocked them out. We're aiming for something in the 80s this year. Uh, I think we're like at, at podcast number five or six already for, for, for January, but a lot available right now that if you're, you know, if you're going to work and you want some carding content, you want to fill yourself with some carding, 
uh, on your on your way to work or coming home. David, give us a scoop of what's available right now on the podcast platforms. I was going to say we are at 277 total for our podcast up on the available for download anywhere. Uh, yeah, right now, uh, since our last this week in carding, that obviously is up on uh, available along with the uh, uh, let me see here. The oh, where am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my spot in the script. Right, uh, Outlap, you know, we did our Scusa Winter Series uh, coverage. We began that with our Outlap, our 31st episode of that. Uh, we opened up the coverage with the Tent Talk, our inaugural Tent Talk, something that we'll be doing when me or you are both trackside for an event, something to do uh, on Friday evening, get with uh, one of the race teams or shops or uh, tent uh, within the paddock and and kind of give you an inside look into who's there and and a little bit about their program. That uh, inaugural episode with, was with Trinity Karting Group. Uh, got to talk to Sean Bailiff and a number of different drivers under the tent there. And then we wrapped up the coverage with our debrief, episode 89. Talked about uh, all the on-track action from that weekend. Yeah, again, we do those uh, throughout the the year on our EK and Trackside Live Tour with our Outlap and Debrief podcast preview and post-race reports, all, of course, available on the podcast. David, a lot of stuff streaming on the EK and Radio Network over the next week and a, a lot of stuff going on. Of course, this week in karting, this particular show right now, as any bit of content we produce starting off on the EK and Radio Network. Yeah, we're going to have, obviously, this episode of This Week in Carding that'll be playing on EKN Radio Network. Uh, we just recorded our face-to-face, uh, the first one of the 2022 season with Andy Saisman of the Challenging Americas. That's going to play later this week on the EKN Radio Network. We'll also have upcoming an outlap covering the Challenge of the Americas from Tucson. So that'll help set the preview for that weekend. So we'll have, have that on the radio next week. Uh, upcoming will be a book it. I know you're working on who you're going to be able to get for that along with some more face-to-face programs or episodes coming up in the coming weeks. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff stacking up uh, that, that we'll be doing some more face-to-face shows. I'm going to try to potentially get a book it uh, knocked out next week. Uh, i got a couple guys lined up. should be pretty cool. Uh, one thing I will say about the ECAN Radio Network, Dave, we kind of played with it a little bit at uh, the Super Nationals. We did the same thing at the Winter Series. We're actually working – we're streaming actually our ECAN Trackside live coverage through the the radio network as well. So if you if you have downloaded the ECAN Radio Network app, you're not at home. You're not potentially on, you know on the on the laptop, or you can go to the EKN Live page where we have live timing. We have the the live stream of the play by play. You can also just tap that uh, uh, app on your phone to get the live coverage as well. That's something we've done this year, and and we're going to play more around with uh, on the EKN Radio Network app as well. Yeah, again, it's the same what you'll hear on the PA. So it's essentially the PA feed coming through the EK and Radio Network. So again, we got a lot of production stuff that we got to work out with to make it a little bit more professional. But at least, uh, again, if you are if you don't like the Mixler app that we run through or if you're not able to get on your laptop to get to ecardingnews.com slash live, at least this gives you another option to be able to take in the, uh, the action from whatever trackside event we're at. And let's talk about those trackside events. We'll cap off the show with the fact that you and I will be ECAN trackside live once again. Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, January the 28th to the 30th. We just had a chance to do a face-to-face show with Andy Saisman to talk about the opening rounds of the Challenge of the Americas at Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. That event lining up nice the series lining up to continue its kind of growth spurt it's been like anywhere between a 10 to a 15 percent growth year on year tucson is 
traditionally <laughs> throughout and historically throughout the series has always been a low point. It's a fantastic racetrack, but Andy talked about the fact that it's, you know, another two hours down the road from those coming from, from, uh, from Southern California. Uh, you got to go through Phoenix and then another two hours to get to Tucson. My personally, in, in my opinion, the best racetrack, uh, in the uh, you know in the in the south southwest, it's such a great track at Tucson. Um, looking forward to getting out there, and they're looking at pretty good numbers as well. They're definitely going to uh, go past the numbers they had a couple of years ago last time we were in Tucson. So all in all, David, the, the challenge in America is looking to take another step up in 2022. Yeah, it's it is one of the greatest circuits that we have on and in, in North America. So again, it's kind of like. You know, people don't like traveling from Florida up to Wisconsin because they have to go through Chicago. So I'm not quite sure what, you know, you only have to go through Phoenix. It's it's not a big hassle to get down to Tucson. So I'm not quite sure what that is, but it is a little bit extra from Phoenix to Tucson. But again, the 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 racetrack itself is amazing. And again, it's going to be it's going to be able to provide us with an exciting weekend to open up the 15th season for Challenge of the Americas. Indeed. Uh, a couple weeks later after that, David now will be back down to Homestead, Florida, to the AMR Motorplex for the uh, final two rounds, rounds three and four of the Supercarts USA Winter Series, the date for that one, February 11th to 13th. Of course, I'll be with Xander Clements and Cart Chaser once again. We'll still be streaming the PA like we did on the EKN Radio Network. David will get the opportunity then to focus more on the Paddock Insider, on his coverage, everything we do throughout the weekend and everything we post on social media. We'll line up another TED Talk as well for Friday evening. So look forward to tuning into that as well. All in all, David, we're lining up for what will be a pretty good uh, remainder of January and start of February. Man, the season started. It's the Winter Series programs. We're looking forward to getting back on the road. Then, of course, the national programs kicking off in March with the United States Pro Kart Series and then the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. A lot of great stuff happening here for 2022. Yep, excited, excited. We almost got our first month already behind us. But, uh, again, uh, lots to come in the 2022 season. So, folks, that wraps things up for this edition of This Week in Karting. We'll try to do another one in a couple of weeks to fill you in on everything that's happening here in the sport of karting in North America and beyond. Again, big thank you to our uh, our presenting uh, sponsor here for this edition, Briggs Racing. Always uh, happy to work with Briggs and Stratton. Again, we talked so much about how they have really pressed the reset button on karting and, and rapidly developed and strengthened the bottom of our pyramid, that foundation of our sport. And, We know that uh, 206 racing happens all over the country every weekend of the year. Big shout out to everyone from Briggs and Stratton Motorsports. That uh, wraps up this edition of This Week in Karting. Again, thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.